Citizens of the mysterious kingdom never try to leave. However, some do long for a way to escape. The clock is ticking, so grab your gear. This is Opposite Attractions. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that's technically possible. I am your host with the most, Scotty Moore, joined this week by the Thousandth Happy Haunt. It's Jim Bay. I am putting, I'm speaking it into the world. I'm going to go to Powerline Concert. And when the heart of Roxanne. Is that the Russian version of the fucking Goofy? I'm going to go to Powerline uh, um, concert. We'll I, win I, the hearts of Tiny to, Dog Woman. I forgot to bring this up to you. They did a 90s night at Disneyland, like an overnight thing, I think, or like a late night oh, thing. Oh, I saw it. And uh, you could go meet Goofy and Max dressed as a Powerline gear Max Goofy. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I saw. I was very hypey for that. But <laughs> Jim, I have... Someone jacked our idea. I just want to say that. Someone stone cold jacked our idea and made it into a kid's movie. Oh, so you're you're going to talk about Wonder Park is what you're going to talk about. Wonder Park recently was really, released, but... I was scared. I thought maybe somebody made like a log flume with peach juice and I was going to have to have a problem no. with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, that re- it recently came out to theaters. Hold on. Let's see. Critical response holds an <coughs> approval rating of 30%. Awesome. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things in January 2018, it was reported that the director, Dylan Brown, was fired from the production by Paramount Pictures following an investigation into complaints of inappropriate and unwanted conduct by multiple women. This man directed a children's film. He also does not have a Wikipedia article. Also, um, John Lasseter, so... Yeah, so while we're here, I just wanna... This this is a real fucking Game of Thrones plot synopsis, but I wanna try to get through... And we'll just evaluate what's better, Opposite Attractions or Wonder Park. When you're trying to get your building a theme park entertainment, what's better? <clears throat> June Bailey and her mother come up with the story of Wonderland, a magical amusement park run by animal creatures that entertain and dazzle children of all ages. The gang consists of Boomer, a big fucking bear, Greta, a boar who manages things, Gus and Cooper, Beaver Brothers, which also sounds... <laughs> Beaver Brothers sounds like a different name for Eskimo Cousins. <laughs> uh, St- that's, Steve, the country, a that's the country bears that they didn't build. Yeah. Steve, a porcupine who's in love with Greta, and the park's mascot slash leader, Peanut, a monkey who hears Mrs. Bailey's voice and is given the inspiration to create with his magic marker. Hoping to make it a reality, June and her friend Banky... Okay, create a contraption that functions like a theme park ride, but it goes out of control and causes massive damage to the town. Fuck. Okay, oh my god, I just read ahead. 
Yeah, June's we, parents. We've almost done that, so that's okay. June's parents scold her for the damage, but her mom tells her she can still use her imagination safely. She destroyed the town. What the hell? Over time, the family continues to have fun, but Mrs. Bailey starts to get sick. She is sent away for recovery, leaving June scared and depressed. Hey, Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon, you good? You good with this? Takes down her displays, refuses to play with the other kids because she thinks they only care about her giving them Wonderland. That's got some weird implications. One day, June and her father are visited by her uncle and aunt, who try to cheer June up by sparking her imagination with a model Ferris wheel. But June snaps and throws out the blueprint of Wonderland into a fire, causing it to burn up and leaving her heartbroken. Hey, hey, film? When's the Wonder Park happen? Because right now we just um, got cancer, Mom. If you do read ahead, there are uh, uh, apparently zombie monkeys... Oh, we're going through this whole baby. (laughs) Sometimes later, Mr. Bailey sends June to math camp, and after reading a note from her dad saying that he will miss her, June becomes paranoid that her father will not be able to handle himself without her, so she uses Banky to create a distraction on the bus and get them to pull over. June uses this opportunity to run back home through the woods. How the fuck you know? How you know where you are, though, June? It's the woods. <laughs> she then finds a burnt piece of the Wonderland blueprint flying towards it. June chases after it, and it takes her deeper into the woods, and she finds herself in a different realm. She steps inside the rocket car of a roller coaster and is transported oh. to Wonderland. Welcome to Tomorrowland. That's legit what this film is. When she gets to the park, she finds the animals fleeing in terror from a storm cloud known as the Darkness. Which just, <laughs> which believes in a thing called love. Yes. Um, which formed after clockwork swings, the park's mechanism for operating malfunction. Emerging from it are chimpanzee zombies, formerly Wonder Chimp plush toys that have become troublemakers. June introduces herself and tells the animals that she and her mom are responsible for creating them. Hey, that's got some weird, just imagine if God showed up one day and was like, hey, it's me and also my mom. Uh, Greta seems to be suspicious of June being there, but she proves what she knows about them by naming a very specific way that Steve drinks his tea. Nickelodeon films, man. Jane asks them what happened to Peanut, and they tell her that he went off on his own to reactivate clockwork swings, but was captured by the chimpanzee zombies. Chimpanzomb- I'm trying to figure out how to say it correctly. Um... Also, is this now the hangover? Because they're looking for this other guy who apparently just disappeared. Oh, it's Peanut. He was a monkey. Yeah. June leads the animals to Clockwork Springs to help fix it, but is unaware of what she's supposed to do. The chimpanzee zombies attack once again in a giant robot known as the Sky Slinger that wreaks more havoc across the park. In the chaos, June gets separated and finds herself in a floating chamber known as Zero-G Land. There she finds Peanut hiding in a room he created to escape the darkness. Zero G Land, I'm pretty sure that's your uh, theme park on the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like Peanuts hiding in a room he created to escape the darkness, which, I mean, gamers, (laughs) aren't we all? Uh, he He felt lost without hearing the voice in his head, chose to stay alone. This leads June to realize that the darkness were created by herself as a result of her cynicism from her mom's sickness. The chimpanzee zombies show up and attack once again, taking Peanut as their prisoner, but June manages to escape with Peanut's marker. Peanut's... Fuck, there's three more paragraphs of this. 
June runs back. She finds fucking Peanut, and she also she tells them that, hey, I'm the reason the darkness exists. They get mad and abandon her. Uh, she notices the piece of the blueprint, blueprint and uh, fuck, and realizes that she's able to create the ideas for the park herself. June gathers the courage inside her to reactivate her imagination. That's not how that works. And reboots the Skyflinger <laughs> we have, we to have, catch up with the animals. We have, entered, we have entered Delirious, the John Candy film. Yeah, they come up with a plan to defeat the chimpanzee zombies by placing Boomer on top of a roller coaster. His car gets pushed over by a bird, and the others grab onto him with licorice, thereby reaching clockwork swings. The gang find the chimpanzee zombies taking Peanut to get sucked up into the darkness. The animals <laughs> fight back while June rushes to save Peanut by jumping into the void, which is kind of what it's like to see this film, I'll bet. She convinces him that she will provide the voice for his imagination and that he cannot let the darkness take him over. The film just really hammering in what the movie's about right there. June gives Peanut an idea for making a slide to get them out of there, and then June notices Clockwork Springs is her name written in cursive. What? What the fuck? Oh, okay, so, like, the actual roller coaster is her name written in cursive. Okay. With Peanut's help, they get Clockwork Springs back up and running by using her name to move the heat gears, getting rid of the darkness, bringing Wonderland back to life, and making the Champagne zombies turn back into Wonder Chimps. How do you think they use her name? Is it just a bunch of creepy animals in a circle? Like, Jaden. 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 <laughs> People then start to visit the park again, allowing the animals to resume their jobs. They look up to the sky and see the cloud is still there, which June interprets as meaning that while the darkness may never really go away, it is there as a reminder to continue to be imaginative. That's fucking dark. June says farewell to her animal friends before returning to the real world. June runs out of the woods and goes back home to her father and proceeds to rebuild her displays of Wonderland. She and Banky get together to create real Wonderland that's safer than before, and as this occurs, Miss Bailey arrives home free from sickness to June June's overjoyment. The Baileys reveal the real Wonderland, which is big enough to have all the neighborhood kids show up. June starts to tell the kids a story about Wonderland, and she takes a doll of Peanut and whispers a suggestion for a Ferris wheel into his, his ear, allowing him to take his magic marker to make that idea come to life the end this earned that th that this earned that fucking 30 percent rating on rotten tomatoes i think are um, you as broken as i am right now because uh, jesus it's wonder, just wonder park 2 uh they add ip into wonder park yeah, no, 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 I much prefer this idea that, like, the mom comes home and is just like, I have lung cancer, and now she's selling meth. This is my new, this is my new friend. His name is, uh, Jesse. Me and him are gonna cook in the backyard. Wonder Park? Yeah, fuck it, we'll do whatever you want. Uh, so, so Jim the, Murphy. The, the two beavers are voiced by, uh, Ken Jeong and Keenan Thompson. That's a weird pairing, uh, but I like Steve, it. Steve the Porcupine is voiced by John Oliver. Yeah, so the whole film is just like, <laughs> and next we're going to talk about the news. <laughs> um, Mrs., Mr. Bailey is Matthew Broderick, who I have to assume sings multiple musical numbers about not wanting to be a producer. This is very um, much like, it's. it's got, I think it's weird that the place is called Wonder Park, but... The, the film is called Wonder, Wonder Park. Park. The, what they build is called Wonderland. Because they probably couldn't say Wonderland without getting sued by, like, like a Everyone. lot of things. Mm -hmm. But why wouldn't you At just call the movie 
Like, just call the park in the movie Wonder Park. Like, what? what? Mm-mm. Well, then they someone actually re- released that film called Finding Wonderland, and that really got some bad... In fact, that's how the director got outed, was a film called Finding <laughs> Wonderland. <laughs> oh, I remember it was a big hit for HBO back in the day. So, Jim Murphy, this is a show where we build our own thiggity theme park, and this season... Travelers, we're inviting you into the world of the mysterious kingdom. A world of dungeons and dragons and orcs and orcines. All here for your pleasure. And of course, each uh, week we have a challenge. And you challenged me, Jim, to make a fucking escape room. But before I give mine out, I'd like you... I will give you the floor for your escape Um, room. uh, First question... Basic question: Have you ever seen the uh, the film Cube before? No. What? Uh, there's a horror film called Cube. It is um, creepy, and it's about like five people that are they wake up in a room, and basically uh, any direction they leave the room from is just like another room, and um, it's 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 a horror film, so it gets creepier from there. But that's yeah. that's kind of where I went with my escape room, sort of. A horror show. Okay, cool. Well, uh, my idea is because this is a Dungeons and Dragons thing, but I couldn't make it like I didn't want to make just like a dungeon that you had to just get to the end of and then like that was it. So well, hold on. Let me just quickly say my idea, which was a dungeon you have to get to the end of. <laughs> Well, I didn't... I, okay, well, at least... I mean, I'm not saying there's anything bad with it, but that is not the direction I wanted to go. Yeah. But, so, but my idea, because it's like an escape room, and I want to market it as an escape room, the idea is that it is a, uh, like... I was going to use a dwarf, but we haven't had orcs in this uh, park yet, Ooh, really. yeah. So we can use an orc for this. That it's essentially like his... Uh, he's testing security systems that he builds, and he, like he wants guests to test them out, or like the people in the mysterious game to help him test these security okay. things. So you go in and you say, "I want to help you test." I, I think this could either be like a one-hour or a two-hour experience. But yeah. the first thing you have to do is basically like they take you in a room, and there's three doors along one wall. And one of the doors, like, is the one you have to get into. And this is, like, the easiest part of the whole thing is figuring out which one of the doors you have to go into. Jim Morrison or, you know, whichever. <laughs> whichever one of the other doors. Um, so you you get into this room, and it is very, like, Skyrim-y, dungeon, castle like Like, it's just, like, yeah. you know, stone walls, table chairs... Kind of like a normal, like, escape room sort of room. But every wall has a door on it. Now, you you obviously know that the room, like, that you, the door you just came in from is not going to be, like, is not the one you're going to have to get back out of. You have to get out of one of the other three. Uh, Once you figure out how you get out of that room, when you get to the next room, it is exactly the same as the room you just left. Jim, are you are you just making a maze with more steps? Uh, it is kind of a maze, yes. 
Is but that my idea? Is basically that every room would have like the same type of like materials, but every room you went into would have a different way to use them to figure out a way to open one of the doors to keep moving through. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. So basically, if I may draw a different comparison, it's like fucking Groundhog's Day. <laughs> yeah, every every single room is exactly the same. Like that's part of his security system is that he like. That that's how he's going to, like, trap people is that it's basically going to drive them insane because, like, every room they get into is exactly the same as the one they left. And, yeah, you don't know which one. My other... So, wait, I'm going to assume the four, all four of the doors don't open automatically, right? No. No, okay, I, I so actually th- had the idea of this would be an easy way to, like, have multiple groups going at once. Like, okay. you would know, like, they would, there would be, like, cameras or some way to monitor, so you could say, okay, these people are in, like, the first row of rooms on, like, the first room, and someone else is in the third room, so one of them could technically get into the middle room, but only one of them can, so it's like, we have to lock, like, the, so the one door has to stay locked. Okay. I see what you mean. Now, could you go backwards in the maze? Like, say I went well, into one room. This, I did have the idea that the the kind of um the rooms would kind of be separate and would actually could actually move around somehow okay what like a fucking minecraft map like somehow i i haven't figured out the details of this but my original idea was that like if you once you got into a room if it wasn't for the fact that like multiple groups have to do this but i guess they could work this out is that it would like that the rooms would kind of be all separate almost kind of like going between them would be like going through like tr- like skipping from like a train car to like one train car to another train car like there would be a small gap oh okay and so like while everybody was in the rooms like they you would actually like feel them move around okay okay i like that a lot okay so that way there now- is a chance that like once you get past the first room and you're in the next room, the door you just went through could actually be a way out, but it won't go back to the room you just left. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Um, is there um, uh, is there a reward for win- like winning it, for escaping it, for besting I, his security system? I, I'm sure there would be some. I don't. I didn't. Couldn't figure out like what we could do because like like i said most escape rooms like we did the last time a couple seasons ago it was like a pay extra thing and then you could win a prize yeah yeah. so there is that option you could pay or you could say like i just want to try it and like maybe for that you might get something in the app that isn't like an actual real thing Yeah, yeah okay and maybe that could be like a shorter thing like like maybe that could be just one room or two rooms but then, if you pay, right. you could do you could do like the whole experience could be like. Oh, multiple. so like it's like it's a drug deal. You give yeah. them a little taste, and you when can, they want to come back for more. Yeah, I, I was thinking that um, you would know up front, like you have to get through four. Like they would tell you, like you have to get through three rooms, or you have to get through four rooms, or whatever number it is. Yeah. All right, that that's pretty good. Um, and what was the name of that one? Um, I didn't actually come up with a, a name. For the for the escape room, I'll figure something out and put it in the show notes. It's just hell. Yeah. It's called Ad Infinitum. It's the same shit yeah, over and over. Never seen hour. the movie. Yeah, that movie's really creepy. Uh, oh boy, I'm a I'm a little cat. I am an absolute little coward, baby. I do not watch scary movies. No, 
Um, so my mind this week, Jim, I want you to imagine you're walking through the mysterious kingdom when you pass by a tiny, wizened old, not what's bigger than a goblin. Like, imagine a goblin just bigger. Um, uh, a, a gooblin. It's a gooblin. He's just got a long fucking nose. He's green and he's like, hello, traveler. I see that you are a very powerful entity inside this. It's not Dracula. I just, <laughs> I, thought, I just yeah, started it's like, doing. It's very, very Eastern European. You're going there. I started the accent. And I was like, oh no, I do sound like I suck blood. <laughs> That's actually one of his lines. He's like, come closer. Don't worry, I am not the Dracula. But I see that you have a lot of power. But would you wish to have unlimited power? Do you wish to have, say, a power glove? <laughs> with eternal power to give you all this strength. Come to my come hotel. With me. Come to my ho- come to my hotel, my friend. So, uh, with that, he leads you into um, the search for the power glove, which is, of course, it's so my. Bad. It's so bad, and um, I also thought about this. I don't know if I want it to be a power glove, or since we were just talking about like stuff to. A- have them win almost like one of those challenge coins you could use to upgrade your weapons but i don't um, know what it would be i did forget to mention that there would be stuff in my escape room like if your character had like like was like a wizard or a fighter there would be stuff that like they could do differently than if you weren't characters i forgot about that i should have put that in my notes and i didn't i'm trying to remember uh like, what would be a good challenge coin to get? Because this would be even better than, like, a power glove. Because that, I don't think we could give power gloves to everybody who wins, but we could give, like, one of those small little coins to everybody if it upgraded your weapon to be, like, electric. Could this be the one way to get, like, electric powers? Uh, there could be that, or there could be, um, it could just be, um, what if... There, like, we haven't really done this, but what if it was just, like, a get-out-of-jail-free card? Are we arresting our fucking... Like, I'm just saying, like, like if you get in a situation where you, like, know you're screwed. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I'm about to spoil the plot of Ready Player One right now, but it's <laughs> totally... It's an extra life. That way, if you die at any point in the park, you can immediately resurrect. Uh, you're also you're also spoiling the plot of um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, that's right. That also happened. All video game films, you're all the same. <laughs> so sorry. Let me take that back. He's like, "Do you wish to find the power glove that possesses the coin <laughs> of the coin of one-upsmanship?" And so uh, it's still a quest for the power glove because it's so bad. And I like this. It would. It is straight up a puzzle room of trying to get further and further to get to the power glove. But I like this idea that once you get to the end, the power glove is in sight, a wall shuts in front of you, and out walks the goblin, and he's like, Thank you very much for bringing me the power glove, my friend. Now allow me to collect my treasures. You can see your way out now. And now you're, like, trapped in this room. He's trapped you there, and you have to, like, use clues in the room to lift it up before, like, a maybe like a 10 minute timer and then you can bust through and get the power glove in your, uh, your one up coin. And, um, 
I this is another thing I liked, and it's the concept that you know, like any good twist in a movie, if you watch it after knowing the twist, you can notice small little things here and there giving away the twist. Well, with my ride, I like the idea that in each of the rooms, you, you could find, like, small articles or something, like his notepad of other people who have failed in the past, or, like, uh, him him being a jewel thief or like just all of this different information leading you to the fact that oh wait a minute this guy's not trying to test our wits or try to prove ourselves he's just like trying to get us to do this heist for him that is so, great uh, I like that yes that is my idea I have no idea what any of the puzzles will I, be I, I desperately now want our park to have some form of a warp whistle like that would be our fast pass. <laughs> oh no, that's what that's what we call our fast passes or warp whistles, and it allows you to get to the front quicker. Or or could should we call the uh, our monorail a warp whistle, and it monorails you around the park? <laughs> that is the name. I think that's what you call your vape. Honestly, I think. Yeah, yeah hold on. This is give me a let me give me a minute to hit off this old warp whistle. It Woo! does. It does take you to another world. I'm in space, baby. I got the good thing. So, uh, any questions about the ride? I got my, I got everything settled. I. Uh, Jim, you gotta no, give I me don't. something. I don't have. Well, Jim, I improved that entire ride, so I was kind of relying on you asking <laughs> questions to help me flesh out shit, cause I. I came into this show going, I hope this fucking Wonder pl- Park thing runs long, because otherwise this is about <laughs> to get real bad. So, uh, okay, that's my ride. The quest for the ultimate power glove. But now, how many episodes do we have left before the season finale, before we well, have to kill this baby? <laughs> well, we are, this, this would be episode 11. Right? Okay, so this, we got 12, 13, 14. Okay. So, I get two more picks for what kind of ride I want. And, Jim, you know I said I wasn't prepared for talking about my ride. I also have (laughs) not prepared a suggestion, a challenge for next week. So, uh, let me just look around my room right here. (laughs) And boat ride involving the Kraken. I want a Kraken good time in a ride next week. At least I'll be able to get that underwater thing that I tried to pull off last week. And find yeah, the minute you said submarine last week, I was just holding back like, Jim fucking Hydras are on land, Jim Hydras are on land, Hydras are on land. Yeah, I, I thought about it very late in the game, but... I'm also mad we have not, we didn't make a Hail Hydra joke through that entire thing. But, Jim Murphy, I tried to make it. one about plants, so that's something. Yeah, that was a real Jim joke, wasn't it? <laughs> Anyways, Jim, it looks like we've done it. We've escaped this week's episode of Opposite Attractions. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I am on Twitter at Apparently Smart. Um, please go on the uh, Amazon bookstore and buy my book. It is called Accounting for Glory, and uh, it is also something that you cannot escape. 
And if you want to find me on Twitter to complain about why this episode is short this week, you can at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. If you'd like to send in suggestions so I don't have to BS my way through it, you can. To do we have an email address yet? Um, yeah, it's Opat Show at Gmail. Opatshow at gmail.com. Send them in there or send them to our Twitter account. So check that out. Check out all my books on Amazon. Just look up Scotty Moore. You'll find them there. And check out all the other shows online at a load of pure BS. Dot com, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, remember uh, to donate to our Patreon like Ransom Meltzer, the Patreon saint of opposite attractions. You get shouted out on the show of your choice every week. You get access to our Discord, access to me and Blake Tanner's exclusive Patreon show. You paid for this, where we watch terrible Buckwild movies and then give you a nice little commentary track to help you meditate through it. We did. The Dan Aykroyd career-killing film Nothing But Trouble this month, so make sure to get on there. It's so bad, Jim! It's terrible. So make sure to support us there. Support us by picking up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com or, of course, just support us by leaving us a review on iTunes or subscribing on the YouTube. But, of course, until then, you can find Jim and me on Twitter at opatshow. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?